This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> you can touch it if you want. Ladies, if you want to meet a man, check your storage closet. Come on, Kendall, take off your shirt and go camera shopping at Best Buy. Good shirtless, not bad shirtless. Yeah. Well, it was gratuitous. Yeah, it was. I like a good grizzled man sometimes. A lifetime of Hallmark. Everybody, it is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel, and we talk about other things, too, and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And I'm feeling a little woozy today because... Yesterday, I got my COVID booster, and while I was there, I figured I would get a flu shot too, and so I got them both at the same time. Okay. And so you're woozy yeah. from, from the boosters, woozy from... Uh, I think it's a combination of both. Tired. Last night, last night, I felt fine. I went, my friend was a, is in a band. I went to see the band. I was fine. But today, I woke up, I felt like crap, my arm hurts. Yeah. Woozy. So, don't I'm, do it. I'm sorry you're, you're woozy from all that, but I, I was planning on getting mine together too, but now I'm a little scared. Well, I would say, if you get them together, just make sure that your next day is like a light day. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're glad yeah, you made sure you don't have a lot right? to do. Pardon? Your show is is uh, I'm done. is over. Okay. I I I'm 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 done. Or put it this way, I'm done with this run. But there are some things in the works. Oh, I'll leave it at that. So the the news that you told me the other day that is not a thing now. That is not happening. That is not happening now. Okay. Cryptic. But something even. Better is happening. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay, good. Let, let's just say I took a meeting today. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. So well, well, I'm putting out good energy for you because the thing that was already happening was a good thing. So, yeah. If that's on yeah. hold because yeah. of this other thing, that's good. Yeah. 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 So it's cryptic. It's, it's it's good, and I ended everything on like an up note. The entire weekend sold out, so it was good. It was I left, I I I got everything that I wanted to get out of it. That's if great. That makes okay. sense. Yes, yes. Um, this is why we we should have like an extra like a subscriber bonus episode where we yes. tell these secrets. Okay, <laughs> like, here's what Les is going to do. Well, I'm only yeah. being cryptic because I'm assuming that he can't talk about the the thing that almost happened. Yeah, I couldn't talk about it. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Yeah. So so I'm not being cryptic because I'm trying to save it for another show. I'm being cryptic because we oh, can't talk about it at all. Yeah, I wasn't allowed I wasn't allowed to talk about it. So. I know. Um, I, would get but, that. I mean, well, I'm, I'm just going to spill it. Les is the new James Bond. What we can talk about is congratulations to the WGA. Yes, strike is uh, seemingly over. Yes. 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 Now the actors okay. need to get some work done. I hope we do. Oh, I got to plug in my 
my phone. Now all the shows can come back. Now the Drew Barrymore show can come back. It probably when it was going to come back anyway. Right. She can get un. Was she canceled? She was almost canceled. As no. a as a person, yes. As a show, no. So she can be uncanceled now. I think to be canceled, mm-hmm. it's a little harder to get canceled. Like right now, like you have to get like you have to go to jail. I think the reasons for cancellation depend on the person. Yeah. Okay. Depends on how charming you are. Yeah. It it's yeah. it was well, it's, it's both of on the person and on the mob coming after you. Yeah, she was she was on cancellation watch though. Yeah. Okay. But she in for in the case of Drew Barrymore, she almost put herself up for cancellation. She, yes. she in, a, in a weird way kind of volunteered as tribute. Right. She's like, okay, everybody. She's like, okay, Jennifer Hudson, The View, Sherry Shepard. I'll take one for the team. It's just confusing to me because Jeffrey Dahmer. So the show <laughs> what? is it? Well, no, hear me. Hear I me thought me. you were comparing show, Drew Barrymore to Jeffrey Dahmer. The show isn't canceled. But the real Jeffrey Dahmer is canceled because he's he, dead. He, <laughs> you could be dead and be canceled. He's permanently canceled. He, he's, he's canceled dead. by he's, well, he's not, not canceled because I he's would dead. I would argue that he's not canceled. Yeah, he, no, he's no. not. He is. He isn't canceled. They make a. They made a show. Yeah, they that keep the making show shows about him. So the concept of him being because canceled means like you're no longer allowed to be in the cultural conversation. Like Bill Cosby is canceled. No. Yeah, so you're telling me Jeffrey Dahmer was a bad example? Okay. But but yeah, Bill Cosby. Weirdly is so, yeah. Bill Cosby. But Roman Polanski doesn't never seems to be canceled. He wins an Oscar after he's fled the country. And I, I don't know where we're at with him now. I, I think people forget he's still on the air. Right. He's not a radio guy. You know well, no, about but I, I mean canceled, like, I, I mean on the air in the cancellation sense. Like, people forget to cancel him because they, they sort of forget it, that he exists. No one's running to Roman Polanski movies anymore. You know. Or, yeah. or no one under the age of 75 is running to a Roman Polanski movie. I like that Jason said he was on the air. Like in the morning, I listened to yeah. Roman Polanski on <laughs> I would listen to the Roman Polanski show. I would. would that oh, wait, I guess of? he's not canceled either. You're, geez. All right. Anyway. Cat? Oh, cancel that cat. That my cat is being, my cat's being a dick. <laughs> what? what? You dick. We haven't heard that. You long. dick. She's being a, she's. She's being a dick because she was totally quiet. She was totally quiet, like, all day. Not a peep out of her. I start recording. She starts bitching about nothing because she's been fed. Well, maybe maybe your cat is pissed off from having to watch What a Country. Okay, yeah. I don't blame her. I'm sorry, Kitty. Boy. Well. Well, before we get into that, though, yeah, someone who I would never about. be pissed at, do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Huge black China news this week. Oh. I don't know if you guys saw oh. this. Uh, uh-huh. Now, this is all over the press, but I am taking my news from BET. 
So it seems that Black China has found love again. Oh. The reality star and entrepreneur appear to confirm her relationship with songwriter Derek Milano on Instagram this week. The couple oh. went Instagram official by sharing affectionate photos and tagging each other. In the post, Milano wrote, it hits different when you find your best friend and lover at the same time. Love you, Angela. Oh, uh, oh and he called her Angela. He called her lover, yeah, yeah. though, too. Ugh. He added heart emojis. There's a, a there's a lovely picture. Black China looks better than ever, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, she's healthy. Okay, so in her post, uh, that's my that's my commentary. Back to the article. In her post, uh, China wrote simply a heart emoji and prayer hands while tagging Milano. Another nice photo. <clears throat> uh, Milano commented on her post with the word "mine" and an infin- infinity symbol emoji. Friends and supporters cheered on the new relationship with one fan commenting, you deserve this happiness more than anything. You are so beautiful, just glowing. May blessings continue to, to continue to entire your life. That's what it says. Now, Derek Milano is a Grammy award-winning songwriter with a credit on the Savage Remix by Megan The Stallion featuring Ooh. Beyonce. That's what's going on there. And the new relationship, of course, is, is one of many turns in China's life. We heard previously about her uh, one-year sobriety, um, and that's about it. She's uh, that's 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 the news. It's all over the place. Okay. Well, I looked at a picture of him. He looks like a very nice guy. Les, you've got your microphone covered again. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I looked. I looked at a. I looked at a picture of him. He looks like a yeah. very nice guy. He looks very nice, actually. Very friendly, kind of like okay. down to earth. Okay. So good for her. But he, again, he called her lover. That's just creepy when people do that. Have you ever dated anyone that. or been with someone that you referred to at or were referred to by as lover? This no. is my lover. No. I hate lover. I don't I hate, hate it. It just is creepy. I also hate it when people call each other babe. I hate that. Oh, babe. I don't, I don't mind babe. that. It's, it's always the people I find the people who I know who call each other babe are always people with relationships kind of on the rocks and they fight all the time. Oh. See, I was going to admit that I have been in relationships that I, we've called each other babe, but <laughs> clearly I'm not in them anymore. So you might be right. <laughs> I saw you think that's something I saw a couple that shares a Facebook account. Oh like no! Was, no! I don't know these people, but they oh, like. They, hell no! <laughs> they commented on something, and it was like Jill and Roy. It's, it's like, oh boy! Oh hell! <laughs> Making a comment no. together. They hold hands as they write the comment. See, that's too much. That's. I also. That uh, is one person fully does not um, trust the other person. Right, exactly. Which, <laughs> which means that you know that exactly. that other person has a secret account somewhere anyway. You know they do. You know they have like a secret secret account under like, you know, Johnny Blizzard or something. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. A, <laughs> I had a girlfriend one time and we went out wearing the same shirt. It was actually my show. It was a shirt with the title of my show. Oh, see? You would think it's a, the matching people clothes. wanted to throw up. Yeah, they wanted to vomit. We went into some store. Do I know? This, like, do I know this girlfriend? No. And this woman, this woman, <laughs> woman just says to us, "You're wearing the same shirts." She's about ready to throw up in the back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. My my husband has tried those shenanigans. Absolutely not. Oh no 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 no. Hell no. So you're good with boundaries. I think I'm learning about boundaries later in life. But you're set. 
Yeah. Because you say, because I, I, and I've said, and I've said, yeah. oh, hell no, I'm going to change. I'm learning. And he's like, what? what? You don't want to wear the same shirt? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, Kurt, you like riled me up. See, <laughs> where are John's boundaries? <laughs> Does he mind this? Uh, is, is there a chance he's fucking with you? <laughs> no. No, he's not. All right. Yeah, no. I, I didn't mean to get too far into John. I know we don't want to get into that. He's not like when it comes to <laughs> fucking with people. When it, when it comes to fucking with people, he's not very savvy that way in the way of fucking with people. Like he's like so nice. Yeah, he and he can't, he would probably give away the joke too quickly. He's done it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. so, he's yeah, enjoying he, so much being a part of the joke. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's too nice to fuck with people. Like he's he's tried a couple of times, and it's like, oh come on, nice try. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, well, All shall right. we? Shall we talk? Okay, so this show would never be made today. It would not even make it to the air. I disagree. Really? I I, I don't think in its current form it can, but. Uh, but okay. I, I I see a world in which a, a an updated, more um, uh, more delicate well, handling politically correct. Yeah. Well, it's got a very as I, I I commented to you guys earlier. It's got a very diverse cast. Some of these people, like a Pakistan, uh, Pakistan people, seem to have some trouble being represented well <laughs> in, in the U.S. here. Yeah. Uh, but we don't see. Uh, oh, I still don't see actors from. Pakistan show. No, oh, and, and, and 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 I do agree. It was a very diverse cast. Mm-hmm. We're talking about yeah. uh, the sitcom "What a Country," what a country. which I thought was a vehicle for Yakov Spurnoff. It wasn't. It, no, like, it didn't create the show. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was. I think what no. it was is is uh, this is based on a um, uh, a British sitcom called "Mind Your Language." So I uh-huh. think they it was already being made into to an American version, and then I think they shoehorned because Yakov was pretty popular at the time. They're like, "Well, we've got this guy whose like whole character is about being an immigrant. Why don't we shoehorn that into this premise?" So he was second build on the show. Because I all I remember is that it was small wonder, throb, and what a country. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, what's Throb? We probably we talked about this before. It's about a radio station, about a record a record label. Uh, Jane Leaves was in it pre Fraser. Oh wow! No. And this and the song was feel the beat, feel the beat. Mm-hmm. Maybe that didn't make it to the Philadelphia market. Yeah, I grew up n- near the Philadelphia market. It definitely aired on Channel Twenty Nine in Philadelphia. Twenty Nine, yeah, yeah. Twenty Nine. I remember. Yeah, Twenty Nine then became Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the history of Twenty Nine. Now I like yes. I like the little song in the beginning. The song was really nice. This show could have been charming if they yes. had, uh, you know, ironic that we're seeing this right after the writer strike is ended. But you know, if if this show had taken a little bit more time in developing the characters and the premise, it could have been really charming. Yeah, because well, I does. did I did like the fact that these were all people they wanted to learn, they wanted to feel accepted, they were all new to the states. This, there was yeah, actually a similar premise show on NBC a few seasons ago called Sunnyside. It, uh, it was from Mike Schur, but he wasn't the creator, I don't think. But um, Cal Penn starred in it, and it was about him trying to teach this 
this group of immigrants um, things about uh, America so they could stay here. Right. Yeah. I actually didn't think what a country was. Uh, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I actually got, I laughed a couple of times, but probably at the places I shouldn't have. Um, and uh, it, yeah, I thought it was all right. The premise was good. I thought the guy that was the, the lead was, was uh, he, he was good. Yeah. It, he looked it, like an ex-boyfriend. Oh no. Is that good or bad? Fine. Um, actually, he was, he, the ex-boyfriend was nice. So it was okay. good. Okay. It was but good. Yeah. Problematic. There were a couple of times where my jaw dropped. Yeah. I mean, because the entire Ooh. premise of this show in the way it's being fleshed out in 1986 is relying on dialogue that really leans into bad racial stereotypes. Yeah. From like yeah, every, pretty woman. much every character. Yeah. Had to do it. The Asian woman. Asian woman. Uh, yeah. Not the best uh, representation. No. Yeah. I think they found her from human trafficking. <laughs> I hope she's doing okay now. <laughs> she's very pretty. The casting directors were on strike in 1986. So they're like, hey, does anyone know what we've been he- being human trafficked? We really need to trap some people from this <laughs> We can part. make her a star. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. And you know what it kind of reminds me of? Did you all ever see that movie when Robin Williams came from Russia and it was him and Maria? Yakov Smirnoff was in that. Yeah. It was Marie, Marie Moscow on the Hudson. Moscow on the Hudson. Yeah. The teacher walked in, and I and I thought to myself, "Oh wow, I have a type." <laughs> I do. Yeah. But so the guy, what was his name again? What was his Taylor? Taylor, Taylor Brown. Yeah. So Taylor was a sub. Taylor was a well. So first of all. It seemed like they were in a high school. Well, what, so what was weird? So yeah. this was supposed to be a class for people trying to pass the citizenship test. Adults. Yes, that what it adults. Was? Yeah, okay. it was yeah. all adults. But the way th- throughout the entire episode, they are treating it like they are in an actual middle school. Yeah. Like they literally a take recess. a recess in the middle of this class of adults and a bell rings for recess. Yeah. And then there's like a restaurant in the school. There's like a coffee shop. And they have time to like, recess is pretty long because they have time to go and like go to the coffee house. Yeah. I thought it looked like it was like part of the school. But anyway, I think, yeah. Well, it maybe it was like a college campus kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Just so confused. So this woman was not, this woman was problematic. Yes. I I mean, the principal. I put bitchy racist principal. Yeah. Well, she's kind of she racist. Says, she's racist, and she like she's <laughs> the principal of this school that is teaching classes so immigrants can become citizens. Yet she doesn't really ha- like want to be there. Doesn't want to have to help them in any way whatsoever. No, she and the Pakistan guy comes in. They start off on this guy. This guy is like a. She walks in and she says, "There's one. They're wonderful people from God knows where." That's what yeah. she says. And she looks terrified that he's st- like a man so dark is standing right in front of her. Yes. Yeah, that was yes. just icky. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "This." I was like, "This would." There would be like Facebook pages. No. <laughs> It'll be the end of this this thing. I thought the Pakistan guy was. F- 
funny, actually. And he I was, know it was, he like, was. But maybe funny for the wrong reasons, but it was just, it was funny. Well, yeah, he was one of the characters <laughs> he where funny. he, the character had to play into the bad racial stereotypes and play along yes. with it for the sake of the script. Ugh. So you can't help but laugh, because the guy's funny, so I'm, I'm laughing at his comedic abilities, but it was based on his stereotypes, you know, the, the stereotypes. It's like, I shouldn't be laughing <laughs> So the teacher, the, the sub Taylor was a substitute teacher, and the reason why he's a substitute is because he actually moved. He's new to LA, and the reason why he moved to LA is to be a high school coach, high school well, soccer coach. To LA, it's it's the number yeah. one pe- reason people move to this city is to become a right. high school soccer coach. That's the dream. Right. He spent An three actor? days on the bus. No. He, they say it in the script. He said, spent three days on the bus oh, he, coming from North Dakota. Oh, he's got money. <laughs> yeah. He saved up. And back then, because this was like the 80s, so the bus was probably like $200. Mm-hmm. Even that. I think it might be a step up for him to take this full-time job. I mean, is he really giving up on his dream here? Yeah. You could coach basketball. This seems to be a class at night, right? Yeah. It's gotta be. But I wasn't sure. Well, I, well, I guess George because the one lady, the because the one woman, the, the Latin woman was a, was a, I'm going to say a housekeeper. I'm not going to use the M word. She yes. was a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, no, wasn't that one of their fights? That, that was, yeah. He called yeah. her the M word and she said, no, I'm a housekeeper. And the laugh track went crazy. And I was like, Oh, to be clear, Les is saying M word like made. <laughs> He's yeah, not. I think, I think we can say made. Yeah, us. we can say made. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm erring on the side of caution. <laughs> uh, we're just using a word that was used in the script. We're, we're quoting something that happened in the show. So I, I, I made a joke about human trafficking, so we can say <laughs> made. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that. I don't support human trafficking. So, so okay, the one thing continue. that cracked me up too is like Martina Navratilova's name came up, and I was yeah. like, I was like, and this is probably back when she was at the height of her tennis playing. I was like, who knew that one day Martina Navratilova would be a real housewife of Miami? She is. Yes. Well, her wife is. Well, who knew? And 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 exactly, who knew that she would be out? And her wife is one of the real housewives of Miami. I yeah, speaking not. of tennis, speaking of tennis, you know who's a, who was a big tennis player? Who? The guy who, the Pakistan actor in the show. Oh, really? Uh, before, yeah, I looked him up. Before he was, before he got into acting, he had a, his whole professional tennis career. And then he kind of got into acting a little bit and did some, did some stuff. Do you, wow. do you know the, that uh, Yakov Smirnoff, um, he became friendly with Ronald Reagan and towards the end of Reagan's presidency, Yakov Smirnov was in the inner circle doing speech writing ad- uh, advisory stuff for Reagan. Really? Like no. pitching jokes about the Soviet that. Union and stuff. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's a, that's a gig. Yeah. Doesn't pay well, but it's, it's uh, cool to have on the resume. Right. So, so it was sad, though, because this class had been through like four. Like nobody wanted to teach this class. Well, what I think the problem might be that they're advertising this as a substitute job. People are applying and saying, no, I don't want a full time job. That's why I took the substitute gig. Maybe if they just advertised it as a full time gig, people would be on board. 
Right. And think about that. Right. And the people all seemed like nice people. There were a couple of dickish people, like the one guy who kicked the poor little Asian lady, like, out of her seat twice. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm saving it for my sister when she comes to the U.S. Then they said something like, we're, we are uh, brown. They have a routine back and forth, right? Because his name is Mr. Yeah. Brown. I'm brown. They- we're brown. And one guy says, I'm beige. Yes. He doesn't want to be brown. Yes, and I wrote that, and I was like, and I just shook my head. Tisk tisk tisk. Get those jokes in while you can, guys. <laughs> right. 1986 is going to be over soon. Uh, no, they they could probably get away with that. For I I that. feel like you could get away with that now, but then it would be followed by like a fellow brown person chewing him out for being afraid of who he is. Right. Exactly. So then you we get away find out. It. You could kind of. You could also get away with it if it is a minority-run show. If it's a bunch of white people running a show and that kind of stuff's yeah. going on. Well, and also That's at the end of the day, with anything, if it's actually funny versus mean or dumb, it's going to get a laugh. Yeah. It's, and yeah. it'll be deserved. Yeah. And if people have to actually be watching it, because it could be one of those weird, obscure shows that we'll be seeing. Well, it's kind okay. of funny because are you all, are, do you both, and I'm sure the answer is going to be no, but I'll ask you anyway. On Apple TV, the morning show, I watch it. No. Oh, so so are you caught up? No, I just started watching the season and I fell asleep. Oh, but okay. it's the, it's bonkers. The show is bonkers. And and the whole the whole through line this season is because someone was racially insensitive and shit is hitting oh, yeah. the fan. They, they knowing previous seasons of the show, they will not handle this delicately but think that oh. they are. Shit. Shit is all right. like all sorts of all sorts of shit is hitting the fan. And what the woman said was bad, but there were worse things said on this show than what she said. Okay, I have yeah. to watch that one. All right. Yeah. Oh, so then we find out that Yakov Smirnov's character is a Russian defector. Yes. Yes. He says then, defective. Is that what he says? Yes. Yeah. Russian defective. And I never knew that there was a rivalry between Hungary and Russia. But there is. No. But there is. The guy for the Hungarian yeah. guy is like fighting with Yakov. Now, now, of course, they have the hot Latin guy. Yeah. And then I wrote yes. here they basically have every stereotype in this class. They have several stereotypes. I wouldn't say everyone. Then, okay, so then they were kind yeah. of going off of, I don't know if coming to America was around this time, but they were kind no, of. not yet. Okay, because they had an African prince in the class. Mm. That's, so I was wondering if this was like around the coming to America time. That's, what's his, he was in Back to the Future. That's uh, Marvin Gaye. No, not Marvin Gaye. Marvin, uh, you know. Marvin Mar- Barry. Marvin Barry, Marvin Barry. Oh, wow. Remember? So he went mm-hmm. on to better things. Well, he actually did that before this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, you see, was, everyone who doesn't live in Hollywood, you got to work. <laughs> well, also, I mean, you're because you're viewing it through the, the you know, many years in our rearview mirror lens, 
uh, well, Back to the Future being this huge, huge, huge thing, that he that was a probably a day player role for him that just happened uh-huh. to be in this big hit movie. This was the series regular. This is probably a right. bigger deal for him at the time. Oh, oh, I'm not. Hey, there's no shame in the game of anybody on this show because if I was offered a show, I would take it. <laughs> Yeah. I am not even I am not even going to pretend like I wouldn't. But as an actor that is on strike right now, you wouldn't take the job just yet. No, I would not. Oh, I would not. Working? No. I turned down a role in a movie. I was offered up years ago. I was offered a role in the Toxic Avenger 4. Oh, oh what was and the I role? Said, and they gave me the scripts. Well, I think I auditioned. I just I did some some wacky monologue and they're like, okay. And then they then they called me in to do for a rehearsal and they give me the script and I was going to be playing the master baiter. And it was, uh, basically they, they said in the script that I'm a rapper, um, the master something and then the baiter. And then we get in the elevator together and somehow we, we combine and we, and, I, and then I, I come out and I'm the master baiter and I masturbate on people. That's my special powers. And I, oh. <laughs> I walked up to the woman at the front and she's like, and I said, listen, I said, um, I said, I said, if my mother sees this, she's going to have another heart attack. I can't do this. Yeah. And she's like, and she's like, well, she's like, you're actually kind of the understudy, but I don't think the other guy's going to do it. So you would likely have the role. And I said, uh, Wait, no, you, I were, you, you had to show up for work and didn't even know if you had the job yet. Yeah, they kind of had me as like the second choice. Like there was somebody who had it, and I was like the second choice. I was like the understudy kind of thing. But I showed so up. You were on deck just in case. Yeah, but I think I was going in for a rehearsal with like the guy who was playing the Toxic Avenger was there, and I think like the the, the trauma guy Lloyd Kaufman. I believe he was. I was going to go in and like rehearse with him, but I was like, no, I'm not doing this. This is because I also was. I read part of the script, and I was like, this is such garbage. I can't do. It wasn't exactly Tennessee Williams. It was the play. Was the pay pretty bad too? It was. T- I don't remember it paying anything. Oh, well, no. yeah, that, if, yeah. If you're not getting paid, then absolutely walk away. Okay. Yeah, definitely stay now. Like Avenger Four. Any ounce of me now that was judging you a moment ago is no longer judging. No. Who's judging? I said any ounce of me that was uh, oh, judging yeah. is no longer judging. Well, yeah. it wasn't in SAG, and they, I think they were able to. Yeah, they could they could get away. I think it was a non-SAG movie. Ooh, I just got a little message. SAG and the AMTP or whatever it is called are meeting on Monday. Okay. So oh, let's hope. So so yeah, so the African guy turned out to be this African prince. Um oh, so the, so then there's all sorts of stuff going on in this class too. Because then um the the what was the Latin lady's name? Was it Maria? I think it was, yeah. So, so Maria had a, beautiful, by the way, had a watch that didn't work. And we found out that Yakov sold her the watch. His name is Nikolai, by the way. Nikolai. Yeah. Sold her the watch. And then there was a joke that I actually did laugh. I like this too. They were like, let's have a trial. And she's like, can I prostitute? And I was like, okay, that's funny. I, I thought that was funny too. <laughs> <laughs> then they had a trial. Yeah, it was a mock yeah, jury. Yeah, which I thought. 
I thought worked pretty well. That that's why this is like one of the the moments where I'm like, okay, this show has genuine promise in, in better hands. It just it was very, very, very sledgehammer and not in the TV right. show way, but just sort of like instead of writing with a pen, they were writing with a sledgehammer. And, and I thought it was like, structured. I, I thought it was structured a lot better than the other sitcom we watched with um, Morris Day. I thought it was. And, and, and the thing is with Yakov's, with Nikolai's laugh, he would just do the trademark laugh for no reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they the show started with a catchphrase before they even turned on the cameras. So it wasn't like a what you talking about, Willis, because at least Willis would say something first. He would just start laughing. Well, no, this, the catchphrase is what a country because that was Yakov's catchphrase. Right. Um. So, so then after the trial, like they had like a little fight, but the racist prince. She came in when the recess bell rang. Yeah, the recess bell. And I wrote, what the fuck? They're adults. I I hope all of these adult humans have money to buy milk in the cafeteria. Right. So, too. Before they go and play hopscotch. Yeah. So so then she lets it slip. The the racist principal lets it slip that he's a substitute teacher, and they all got very sad. Because they were like the teachers never come back. They really liked them. They really liked. Them. I wanted yeah. like when when the class got all sad. I wanted them to play the Charlie Brown music. There. Bling 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 bling. It's interesting how they got so affectionate towards him so quickly. Yeah, in, in like, like five well, minutes. Well, he was nice. Love at first sight. Yeah, he, he was, was nice. He was kind of cute. He was nice. But he wasn't nice to the degree where you're like suddenly have an attachment to him and are na- now actually have an emotional reaction to, we're not going to spend any time with this person we just met. See, if I was in that room, we'd be dating in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then they were saying that they had three teachers this semester. And then that's when he does his monologue about, you know, I'm waiting on this high school teaching job. And, yeah, I came. I I left South Dakota and I took the bus here for three days because I wanted to change my life. And they were like, well, mister, that's what we're trying to do, too. We're trying to make better lives for ourselves, too. Mm-hmm, good yeah. point. And it was like, oh, that's the message of the show. Why did he have to teach? He was in North Dakota, but why would why couldn't he just coach basketball in North Dakota? What, soccer. What was the L.A. soccer? Why did he have to? Well, couldn't he coach soccer in North Dakota? What was the, is, is is L.A. like a hot spot for soccer? I like. I think like we're overthinking this quite a bit, but I would imagine the uh, there's a larger pool of people that know how to play soccer out of the gate right. here in L.A. than wouldn't you would see in North Dakota. But also, nothing about that plan makes sense at all. No. Overthink this. I'll be up all night with this. So like that, a high school and, soccer teacher. I so just want you to. Right. I I want you to go on threads tonight, Kurt, and just every thought you have about this, just just send it out there. Just. 
thread it out. I'm not on threads. I'll have to. Oh, and then because he's having a conversation weird. over coffee or over tea, which Yakov Nikolai made a tea for two joke. They're having co- they're having a conversation over tea, and that's Enjoy. when Nikolai is like, "Listen, we're all trying to be better too. We're all trying." We all came here and left our family so that we could have better lives. And all we want to do is become good Americans. Yeah. So you need to stop being a dick. <laughs> you dick. You so, dick. Fine. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, then, so then the racist teacher is teaching. <laughs> the racist principal is teaching. Yeah. Wow. And, and the sentence... She was teaching a sentence with I am. And it was not going well. That was, I found it amusing. Yeah, it's her and the Pakistan guy going back and forth. She's saying, what is it she said? I I wrote wrote one of them. You know, you just know know that when they were writing this scene, that like in their minds are like, I think, guys, 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 I think that I just wrote the next who's on first. Right. It was like, she's like saying, I am from Pakistan. And he's like, you are from, you can't be from Pakistan. What? This goes back. It kind of has this look on his face. And it just worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then who was it that said their sentence was, I am wondering when the real teacher is coming back. That was, that was a note from the network that made it into the script. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So then Mr. Brown shows up late and the racist teacher starts yelling at him, like in front of everybody. Well, there's also a point where Yakov, or uh, what's his name? Nikolai. Dimitri, what's his name? Nikolai. Nikolai. Is this, what's it? Nikolai's trying to get past the principal and he goes, this is worse than the Berlin Wall. Yeah. That was, that was a big that, those Those are the zingers that Yakov was writing for... Former President Ronald Reagan. Right. That's worse than the Berlin Wall. That's so probably Reagan saw that. So, Where is he today? He he's in Branson, he lives in Branson. You're not yeah. up on he's he's killing it. He's doing very really? well. He is seventy two. Yeah. He owns a theater in Branson. Uh he he doesn't perform regularly anymore, but does occasionally a couple of times a year still go out. Oh, he's like the Osmonds, because the Osmonds own a um, theater in Branson, Missouri as well. Yeah, but I think Yakov Smirnov also got like a degree in psychology or he something did. like that. Like he, he, went, he went back to school mm-hmm. after after the Cold War was over uh-huh. because his, his act was kind of out. Kind of played itself out. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't like Von Meter. I'm sure all the young people out there know who Von Meter is. I don't is. even know who that is. Oh, Von Meter was, he had an album called The First... First Family. It was like a Grammy award-winning comedy album, and he did a JFK impersonation. So the f- famous line is Lenny Bruce was on stage the night John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and he just goes on stage and goes, Von Meter is fucked. I have heard that story. Okay. Yeah. And, and so anyway, Yakov Smirnov did not become Von Meter, but that was like a you know, he could have, but he went and had had other success. So Von Meter didn't Missouri do well. Yeah, and he did like psychology or something like that. He went, he went, he got like a master's. Could degree. you imagine? Could, could yes. you imagine going to um, going to to your therapist, and it's Yakov Smirnov. 
I picture more like being in the class with him. Right? Like you're like you're saying you're like, wait a minute. Wait, you're I think isn't that I think I'd be comfortable. The Russia jokes. Uh, yeah, I would say well, the country all the time. But I would feel comfortable talking to Yakov Smirnov uh, for for some reason. I, I find him very warm and inviting. <laughs> plus, I could get, plus, I could get like career advice from him and stuff like that. See that? Yeah, that well, work out. Like, how do I buy a theater, Yakov? Mm-hmm. Well, look at he did movies. He's in. He's in, he has he has, has a TV show. He's a successful comedian. Look at all the success he's had. Yeah, for sure. So, so the principal is yelling at um, at Mr. Brown, but then Mr. Brown says, "I changed my mind. I'm staying." So then she got very nice. And then they were skeptical because they were like, because she's like, he's saying, and they were like, well, that's what um, you said about the last three teachers. So we're kind of going to be skeptical about the whole thing. And it's almost like like a mom that has gotten divorced and she introduces the new boyfriend to the kids and like kids this one's sticking around for a while because they're like i don't know mom you said that before you said that about the last one you know we do have to add that halfway through the series run they get rid of that principal woman and she's replaced with don Knotts. yeah i love it so it probably was okay we need to fix these ratings because it probably was like even for syndicated, mm-hmm. where the ratings don't count, the ratings are still bad. We need to fix oh, this show. The ratings absolutely still counted. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm nuts. Because that's how you set your ad rates. That's why you want better programming. You want, want better programming, so you uh, more people, so you get higher ratings. Higher ratings means you can charge more for ads. Oh. So then, I love that. Then we'll replace you with Don Knotts. Like everyone's gonna go, "Oh my God, Mr. Furley!" It, it worked for Three's Company. I did. Well, yeah, we love Mr. Furley. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess somewhere down the line we can watch an episode with Don Knotts. I don't know that we need to do that. Well, what I am very excited about, though, is what we found country. out that Moonlight. What a country. Okay, sorry. That we found out that Moonlighting is going to Hulu. Yes. I want to talk about that. I would watch I Moonlighting, would yeah, even though I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm curious how it holds up. You know which episode we should watch? We should watch the one with Whoopi Goldberg. I love that episode. I remember that very well. It I, also has Judd Nelson in it. I would almost love to just watch the pilot because I, I remember what yeah, I definitely watched Moonlighting. I liked it. I don't know if I've ever seen the pilot. Oh. I watched the pilot like a couple years ago, like I, maybe two years ago, and it, it, it held up well. And then I watched the, the makeup, the makeover montage episode where it was a, a Miss DePesto centered episode mm-hmm. and she had a makeover. It was a haunted house episode with, with DePesto and Herbert Viola. And, and what was her? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Her boyfriend. Who was Booger? Booger, <laughs> yeah, yeah, risky business, yeah. Booger Presley and Charles Demar from Better Off Dead. There's also the uh, the Shakespeare episode that yes, Taming. Of the I Street, like that episode. Which apparently behind the scenes, see. behind the scenes, they gave the script to Sybil Shepherd, and she said, "Why?" D- <laughs> Why during that this? time, I was in acting. I was living in New York. I was in acting school. I was going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, and I remember running home every Tuesday night to watch Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the this, this Shakespeare episode, I totally remember that episode. Uh, 
th- this is why I'm pushing for the pilot. As I remember all of those episodes, I don't think we're going to appreciate any of that stuff, though, if we don't start at the beginning and get the foundation okay. of, like, seeing their chemistry together, which is what the show existed because oh, yeah. of their chemistry. Because the chemistry, because they hated each other. <laughs> yeah. Didn't feel like it on screen, oh, no. though. <laughs> yeah. that, I remember hearing up the news and, and stuff. And reading in the National Enquirer, like, you know, they would fight. Sybil Shepard wouldn't. Didn't Sybil Shepard, like, kind of go on strike for a while? I think I she, yeah, I think something like that. Because Bruce was, his career was really taking off. And I think she was jealous of that. Well, I've heard that she was not nice. Because nice, in her other show that she did with Christine Baranski, mm-hmm. I always heard she was not nice to Christine Baranski because Christine Baranski mm-hmm. became more popular. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I heard she was a little jealous. We don't know. But she got to be in Chances Are. <laughs> I have a friend. A friend of mine, a guy I used to work with, that's like his all-time favorite movie. Well, it was years ago. Wow. She also got to be in that Lifetime movie that we watched with Steve Gutenberg. Oh, which was good. That's yeah, that one, one of my favorite where she movies. Sleepy. Yeah, her where and she Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. <laughs> she needed her nap. That that movie made me worry about Steve Gutenberg. All right, well, maybe Moonlighting's next week then. or I guess it's, it's out in a few weeks, so maybe in a few weeks. Yes. Anyway, changes. if you want to find Those me, changes. you can find me um, at my website, leskotendalbarrett.com. Come, Jason. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars. It helps people find us. Uh, you can find us all on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. And you can find me at Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. If you're in the Philadelphia area, in the city of Philadelphia, I will be performing my show behind every great Mariska Hargate as a great Kurt Fitzpatrick. On Thursday, September 28th at 5 p.m. and Saturday, September 30th at 12.30 p.m. You can look it up at phillyfringe.org. So do like a search for Kurt Fitzpatrick and you'll find this. Tickets are $25 or pay what you can. So you can pay as low as $5. I've seen the show. I can vouch for the show. It's a good show. And while while you were talking, Kurt, something popped up in my head that Someone, someone, so one of our friends has a cat named Kurt Fitzpatrick, right? Right. Okay. So I'm not just making that. Okay, I did not know that. (laughs) That just popped in my head as you were reading. that There's a cat named Kurt Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Kurt Fitzpatrick, yeah. That's right. And someone, someone in that same area has a dog named Kurt as well. So people name their animals after you in that one area? Yeah, I think it's me. It's it's a it's a combination of me and and Cobain, but definitely Kurt Fitzpatrick is certainly a, a reference to me. But I think the dog is more uh, Kirk Cobain, but claiming it. <laughs> Anywho, I'm very are. impressed with us because I have a hard out, and we've made my hard out. Same. So, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.